from MPB Think Radio. This is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. There are many food holidays on the calendar, but none that demands more celebration than National Pizza and Beer Day. Today we celebrate this delicious pair in true Mississippi style. Local chefs, local pizza, and of course, local beer. And we wanted you to join into this celebration by telling us about your favorite local pizza shop. So join the conversation this morning. Share your comments and experiences by calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman, filling in for Kevin Farrell with the lovely, also lovely, always, Miss Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. There are many food holidays on the calendar, but none that demands more celebration than National Pizza and Beer Day, which is today. And we celebrate this delicious pair in true Mississippi style, local chefs, local pizza, and of course, we have some local beer, and we want you to join into this celebration by telling us about your favorite local pizza shop. No chains. We not. We not. We don't. Dis, <laughs> we don't dislike the chains, but we like to keep everything local. And uh, you can give us a call right now. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. How are you, Java man? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I always here to be on the other side. <laughs> not, not so much, but you know, all the time. Just come in and pop in once in always a while. Always good to have <laughs> you in here. Always. So I understand that your baby turned five years old this weekend. Yeah, he actually did. His birthday was on uh, Friday, and we did a little thing. Uh, we <laughs> His favorite food is pizza. So oh, we actually wow. had like a uh, like a pizza bar. Okay. At the house, um, and uh, you know, get to make your own pizza, and he was in hog heaven, and everybody had a good time. Well, I I just say enjoy it now because by the fifth, uh, the next birthday, ten by the time he turns ten, he's going to be asking for his first car. I mean, it just happens, you know. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> he's a special guy, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it goes fast. That's all I can say. Is the years it, go really fast. I mean, Java, I spent the weekend with my granddaughter, and I'm. I don't even have words for it. I'm exhausted. I haven't had any sleep because she's at that age now where she wants to talk all night Mm -hmm. and she wants to tell me all of her secrets and she's a sweetie pie and she still sleeps in my chest even though she's 10 years old. So that's a lot of weight for granny to carry all night. It's pretty crazy, but she's my only grandbaby. I love it. And I love the fact that she trusts me enough to tell me all of her little girl secrets. So it's now, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Now that's good. You you guys have that, have that girl time. You know, it's, I don't know. It's something about skipping a generation. Cause I told my wife when our daughter gets of age, she's going to hit that patch where she doesn't want to be around mama, but usually it's grandmama who gets, well, the, yeah, you, know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something about that grandma. This magic. My mom and my daughter have that bond, and I'm glad I have it with Dakota. Uh, you know, she's my prayer partner. And I mean, you know, I, 
I couldn't have asked for a better grandbaby. She's amazing. Yeah, that's good. You need to go uh, bring her back in in the studio. She she's been in here with us before. Oh, she's looking forward to it. She can't wait. She thought she was coming today. Yeah, <laughs> with pizza on the menu. I mean, <laughs> don't sh- don't tell her, okay? <laughs> yeah, today is um, October 9th, pizza, uh, National Pizza and Beer Day. I still don't know who comes up with these uh, food days. It's a donut day. It's uh, a red velvet cake day. Not that I'm mad. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm, I'm pretty happy about all the celebrations. You know, it just keeps me on my toes, especially you know cooking all the time. And people are always calling me, "Are you celebrating such and such today?" And I'm going, uh, "Yeah, of course I am." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me put something in the oven real quick. Right. And um, actually, you brought in something uh, for us as always uh, to complement our pizza. We have a uh, Pizza Shack, one of the most awesome pizza places here in Mississippi. Absolutely, they have something high. And popping for uh, piping for us, but um, what what did you bring in this morning? Well, I just knew that the p- good folks from Pizza Check were going to bring us some happies in today, so I brought in a little side item. One of the things that I love with my pizza is the tradition all over the world is some hot wings. So I baked us some wonderful hot wings. I made up a homemade sauce that's pretty yummy. It's one of my secrets, and. I made a little bit of sauce to go with it. It's a honey mustard sauce, but it's got a little heat to it. So, yeah, it's yummy all around today. And and, and I'm still waiting to send the, uh, the company-wide email so I know people in the building are listening. Let, <laughs> make sure we get our plates because, <laughs> you know, we do like to eat. Kevin Farrell wasn't here to regulate right, uh, who, right. who goes first. <laughs> you can forget about it. If you don't get it now, you're done. So. Oh, man. Well, we uh, like I said, we're going to be celebrating National Pizza and Beer Day all morning. We have local uh, pizza, local chefs, and, of course, local beer. And our first guest is already um, here with us on the line. We have Chef Matthew from the uh, Estelle Wine Bar and Bistro from the brand new, the beautiful <laughs> brand new Weston uh, Hotel here in Jackson. How you doing, Chef Matthew? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Hey, Matt. How are you? Doing terrific. So, Java, I absolutely... I absolutely love this guy. His his spirit is always amazing. He's excellent. Every time I see him, we actually got to do a uh, morning show a few weeks ago together. Just a sweetheart, Matt. So always good to see and hear from you. It may be just because I cook, though. <laughs> well, it could be that you're you're probably taller than me, and that doesn't happen often. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, and um, he, you're actually cooking up some some uh, extra special today uh, to go along with National Pizza and Beer Day. Tell us about that, uh, Chef Matt. Yeah, so it was brought to my attention a couple weeks ago that t- October 9th was National Beer and Pizza Day, and so instead of just having pizza and beer, we decided we'd combine the two. Uh, so we are making pizza dough with Lazy Magnolia Southern Pecan, a Mississippi um, product. A Mississippi product. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and one of Mississippi's or Mississippi's first legal brewery. Uh, and so we are making a pizza dough with that nut brown ale, and it is terrific. Save um, me a and slice, And we are man. pairing it with the Lazy Magnolia Southern Pecan. Uh, so we have our Southern Pecan dough. We're putting. We're not going to put like a pizza sauce on it. We're going to put a lot of cheese on it, roasted chicken thighs, oven-roasted tomatoes, um, some roasted... Uh, mushrooms, Parmesan, oh, chive, wow. uh, and then we're pairing it with the Southern pecan so you can complement both of those flavors together. And this piece is wood, is wood fired, right? It sure is. Uh, we have a, at Estelle Wine Bar and Bistro, we have a beautiful pizza oven. We have a beautiful kitchen. Um, we're very affordable, very approachable, uh, but also still um, just a, a notch above, just a, a beautiful restaurant, and we try to take everything to the next level. 
Matt, as you were describing the pizza, I got that yummy feeling in the back of my jaw. So, you know, it's like you're anticipating that first bite of deliciousness. So please save me a slice. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, too, and I'm, I'm just I'm all of a sudden hungry. <laughs> now, is this a regular item that's on the menu or is it just something special for today? Just something special for today, but you never know how that turns out. Something special for today can end up a staple on the menu tomorrow. Absolutely. So tell us about your experience at Estelle and, you know, what's going on over there and how you're enjoying being in your new house. Oh, it's been a great experience. We've been open now for a little bit longer than two months. Um, The first month was just nuts. You know, you go through that honeymoon period um, and it was just wild. The Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights have just been very busy. Uh, Being located in a prime spot in downtown next to Thalumara Hall, Cathead Distillery, Uh, the Mississippi Museum of Art, the Jackson Convention Center, and right next to the federal courthouse uh, provides a lot of business and a lot of opportunity for us. Um, So if you have not been down to the hotel or the restaurant, come see us. And you don't have to really go in the hotel to come to the restaurant. You can pull in free valet parking, walk directly into the restaurant, have a good time, have a good meal, good drinks, um, and go right back out and have your car sitting there waiting on you. Oh, now wow. that's now that now that's a pitch if I ever heard one right there. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, now we've been trying to get you um, in studio, uh, Chef Matt. I, I know, like you say, it's the honeymoon period. Everybody's pulling you. You're very busy at the um, Estelle Wine and Bar and Bistro. So uh, when you when you get some time, you're gonna have to come over to um, to the studio and uh, and bring us some of the good things that you that you're cooking over there on a daily basis. That sounds like a plan. So the last time I saw him, he did these amazing um, eggs. Tell us a little bit about those eggs we had the last time we were together. Um, so those are lobster doubled eggs. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> They're good. And lobster is something we feature heavily on the menu. Um, being in Mississippi, we've worked with crab. I've worked with crab meat my whole entire life, and I love crab meat. Um, but it seems like every restaurant has crab meat, so I wanted to do something differently. Um, I've got connections in Maine, um, not connections, but uh, childhood connections in Maine. So it's always been something near and dear to me. So I wanted to use lobster, fresh Maine lobster. Wow. Um, and so what we do is we all we use it for a redfish dish, which is our top selling item. Our second best selling item item is the lobster deviled eggs. And so we make a traditional deviled egg. Uh, we use our pickled red onions, our bread and butter pickles when we make it. And we saute some lobster knuckle and claw meat, and then we blend it into that deviled egg mixture and then pipe them into the eggs, and it is something good. It, um, so you couldn't see Java's face just Because <laughs> I'm listening, and it sounds delicious. The presentation is absolutely beautiful, but the bite is just, just as pretty as it is, the bite is just that delicious. And so it was such a treat for me to have. So thank you so much for sharing that. Good. All right, Chef Matt, we're going to let you go because we, we we have a lot of celebrating during this uh, national, I don't know why, it should not be at work today, National <laughs> Pizza and uh, Pizza and Bread Day. Uh, once again, this we've been talking with uh, Chef Matthew from Estelle Wine Bar and Bistro. And uh, where are you located again? We are inside the Weston Hotel in between Court Street, Tom Bigby, West, and Congress. 
All right. Well, if you get some ch- you get some time, uh, make sure you go by and see uh, Chef Matthew and his and his team, uh, local guy, been cooking up local favorites and, and and still continuing continuing on. Thank you, Chef Matt. All right, come and see us. Yes, sir. Uh, it's National Pizza and Beer Day here um, at MPB Think Radio, and my stomach is telling me that there's hot pizza around the corner. Why are you in this chair <laughs> in the studio? <laughs> And now we're going to go to break. So uh, make sure you uh, join in the celebration. Give us a call this morning, one 672 7464 Tell us about your favorite local pizza shop. We're not throwing any shade on the on the chains, but we want to keep everything uh, Mississippi this morning. We got local pizza, local chefs, and, of course, local beer coming up in just a little while. This is Deep South Dining here from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back. This is Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And this morning we are celebrating National Pizza and Beer Day, and we're going we're going all over the state talking about some of the best pizza and brews made right here in Mississippi. A little bit later, we're going to be talking with Ryan Patrick from uh, Pizza Shack, who is supplying some lovely pizza for us this morning. Also, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about some brewing <laughs> with uh, Lucky Town Brewing Company. Lucas Simmons is going to join us. And in just a little while, we're going to be talking more about this Mississippi pizza with a, a great pizza shop located in Hernando, and it's uh it's 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 like on the top list for best best pizzas. If you if you just Google best pizzas in Mississippi, this uh pizza shop comes up and we're gonna be talking with them in just a little while. Deborah, now when you um order pizza pie, do you go adventurous or do you just kinda just give me some pepperonis? Pizza and... pie. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm very adventurous, so I always wanna try something, you know. Different, you know, traditionally growing up, everybody did, you know, you did the sausage and the pepperoni kind of pizza. But, you know, as I've gotten older and especially, you know, since uh, I've been on this food journey, I'm up to trying almost anything Java. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm <laughs> kind of the same way. I just um, uh, anything hot like jalapenos and stuff. I don't I don't go with that type of stuff. But pineapples, I was with some oh, with some so people easy. with some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a caller on the line. Um, we have Stephen from Hattiesburg joining the uh, pizza party. How you doing, Stephen? Good morning. I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh man, hey, we're Steve. doing we're doing fine. Having a little fun this morning. Tell us about your favorite uh, pizza place. Uh, well, here uh, here in Hattiesburg, West Hattiesburg, Oak Grove area, there's Mercury Pizza. They've been around for, I think, a little over a year. Uh, they brick oven pizza. You come in, um, you get fresh ingredients, $8. You can get your pizza any way you want it. Wow. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. 
Their oven's about a thousand degrees, so it cooks your pizza in about two minutes. Um, it's it's excellent. And uh, to go along with the beer theme, um, every weekend they have a pizza truck go down and uh, to the um, Southern Prohibition Brewery, so you can go over there and have some fresh brews and uh, some delicious pizza and good company. Okay, no, that that sounds good. <laughs> Mercury pizza, so it's got a little out of space. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not a beer drinker. I'm drinking coffee and pizza this morning. Go figure, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sudden prohibition. That's some. Yeah, okay. Well, I appreciate you for calling in this morning, Stephen. All right, thank you. All right. I like the idea that the pizzas are oven cooked, you know, and especially when you you find uh, local uh, pizza joints, you know, and they have these uh, brick ovens, you know, it gives a pizza in my mind uh, a really more excellent taste. It crisps up the dough a lot better. It's just really yummy to get a brick oven pizza. Now that thin is yeah that you you have the choices when it comes to pizza. You can get that thin and crispy, or you can get what the Chicago style with deep, really deep dish. Or the thin, the big thin slices, for, like from New York City. I mean, you know, p- pizza comes the you know in all different, uh, like you were saying, the different textures of the dough itself, from very thin to that very you know thick, wonderful buoyancy in the dough that we really love. Uh, but you know, usually if you're going to have a um, a local joint, you know, they kind of have a style that they you know subscribe to and so it just depends on where you're eating at java but at home i like to roll out uh my own dough and it's really fun to do and the grandbaby really enjoys that she just actually facetimed us a few minutes ago so she's you know because they're out of school today yeah yeah i want to say um hello to all of the parents who will be going to parent teacher conference this morning and to all the teachers who are uh you know uh, providing the babies with the best education possible. Absolutely. And right now we um, have on the line Josh Valencia, and he is providing Hernando with some of the best pizza possible from his restaurant. Uh, you got to help me out. I'm looking at the pronunciation right now. But it, B1. So it's, it's Buon Chiba. Buon Chiba. There we go. I got to hit yeah. the Buon The Buon Chiba. How you doing this morning, Josh? I'm doing fine, Josh. How are you? Oh man, I'm fine sitting here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And uh, like I said, you do a quick internet internet search and just say top pizza in Mississippi, and Buon Chibo is on the list. How did you do it, man? Uh, I've got a lot of great customers and um, a lot of regulars that come in, and we have a lot, of, just a very good customer base that really cares about good food in the area and i feel like i mean you know i don't really apply for this i don't go out of my way to to be on a list i feel like that's something that my customers have done for me and um i've caught i've caught notice of somebody's eye and i mean they just you know people care about good pizza and and they want they want good pizza they want their friends to know about good pizza so they, they make these lists and, and somehow i got on it and i don't know how but i appreciate whoever put me there so well, Josh, I haven't been to your um, your restaurant yet, but the one thing that I do know about, you know, why people show up consistently is a couple of things happens in a, in a business. And number one, along with having a excellent product is service and it's providing that kind of environment that you feel like you're at home and, you know, and to be able to walk into a place and get friendly smiles and feel like, you know, people really know you, especially when you uh, have, you know, a regular clientele. It's that whole, you know, everybody wants to go where somebody knows your name. Kind of, <laughs> the cheers. Yeah, right. that, yeah, that right. kind of place. And that's what gets you to the top of the list. When you provide those well, kinds of environments for people, we're going to keep coming back every time. 
that's well that's been the goal you know my wife makes all the desserts every morning and my dad is here actually making bread right now um so it's been a it's been a family business from the from the get-go and and you know your customers do like to see your face when you're when you're at the restaurant they want to say hello and they want to be you know they want they want to be seen buying your food and they want to see you and it's just uh, you know like you said having a an atmosphere of of, of home and of uh, comfort and, and consistency that's what i've always said as well you know, as long as you serve a good, consistent product and people know what they're going to get, they know what to expect, they're going to come back. Every time. So tell us a little bit about the name of your restaurant. Well, the name, it's funny because I was working at a restaurant in Memphis and I was, I was ready to do my own place. And I was, I was riding with my wife, Katie, and we were going down the road. And, and I said to her, I said, I just want to cook good food. It's just plain and simple. I was like, what, what is that in Italian? And she, she got on the phone and did the Google Translate. And I Bonchivo. And I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. That's a perfect name for a restaurant. That's so an we, we kind of texted name. it out to friends. And, you know, and it, it was just, just that easy. That was the name of the restaurant. And then we built it from there. Well, now I have a new uh, word to add to my uh, a list of words that I love to use. Bonchivo will now definitely be a part of that. Uh, because being able to cook good food and be consistent about that is one of the most powerful things that I think that any restauranteur could ever do uh, for their client base. Right, right. Now tell us about your um, your pizzas. You have a very kind of uh, unique uh, <laughs> approach. All of your pizzas are named after uh, Mississippi cities. Right. Yeah. We, you know, when I first created the menu, I had I'm the I'm the I'm the menu. I'm the food guy. So I had, you know, mushroom pizza and I had sausage pizza or meat pizza, you know, like stuff like that, just on the basis. And my, my sister-in-law was the one that created the menu and the brand and all that stuff. She helped, helped us out really, really good there. And then she had a friend that was a writer in Jackson who came up with all these sayings on the menu. And, and like, for instance, like, um, like the Nesbitt. Is, is named after the killer, which is he's lived in Manessa, uh Jerry Lee Lewis. You mm-hmm. know, so it's a it's the all meat pizza. It's got everything on it, and and so she came up with all these little blurbs about each pizza. It was just very unique and very creative. Something that I could not have done on my own, and and uh, and so it, it's very it's a unique way of doing. It. I have people come in all the time. You need a you need a uh, a Hattiesburg, and you need to do a you know, whatever city. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe, maybe down the road. Well, tell us about, tell us about where you're located. Tell us about the Hernando. What what kind of pizza is that? The Hernando pizza is uh, just our pepperoni pizza. Oh, uh, come on now. (laughs) So it's the, well, I'll read the description. The Soto's Explorers favorite pizza would be our classic Italian pizza with marinara, pepperoni, and mozzarella. So, Okay. Okay. That's, we, that's that's the one, and that's that's one of our best best sellers, as you can imagine. It's the pepperoni pizza. Now tell us. Uh, I guess we're here in the capital city. Tell us about the Jackson. So the Jackson. I'll read the description on that one. Marinara, applewood bacon. We do uh, mm. caramelized onions here at the restaurant. Sweet potatoes, and uh, so that is um, no queens were injured during the making of this pizza. <laughs> no, su- no, no, no sweet, sweet potato, potato queens. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> queens, there you go. So, um, but they're all just very unique and funny, and um, so it's just been. Now, what's your favorite pizza, Josh? 
I knew that question was coming. And that, that's <laughs> the thing is that every day is a, is a different feeling for me, like which, which pizza would I like. But the one I make, which is not actually on the menu, uh, I make it kind of for myself and Katie. And, you know, it's, it's marinara, Italian sausage, pineapple, mozzarella, loads of pepperoni, and then goat cheese on top. And that's oh, our wow. kind of our, our go-to that, um, that when goat, we don't really know what we want. That goat cheese and that pineapple. We were just talking about that, yeah. Josh. I got I got dirty looks oh, yeah. from, from Deborah with the <laughs> with the pineapples. I was she said that's not adventurous enough. I was like I was like, Hey, it's it's pineapple on a pizza. Come but on. when you pair well, when you pair the pineapple with the goat cheese, the bite is absolutely incredible. So It is. It is. It all works all the things work together very well. So um that's probably that's probably my favorite pizza. We're talking with uh, Josh Valencia from uh, Buon Chivo, one of the top pizza places in Hernando and all of uh, Mississippi by a, a Google search. <laughs> um, uh, Josh, before we get you out of here, what's the um, like you say your favorite pizza is off the menu? What's the some craziest thing somebody's asked you to put on top of their pizza? Uh, hmm. Well, the the one I get a lot, which I need to actually run a special with it. I have I do roasted garlic in the back, or actually it's it's more like a garlic confit where you cook the garlic really slow in oil, so you have a lot of that really good garlic oil. And um, one that I get a lot from from a couple of my regulars is garlic oil. They like a lot of chicken, um, mozzarella, parmesan, and then I do fried capers for one of my pizzas. Oh wow. And they want loads of fried capers on top of it, and it's it smells amazing when it comes out, and uh, so they that's pretty much their go to every time they come in. So it's a it's a good one. Well, I'm still a single girl, so eating the garlic pizza on a date is a no go <laughs> for me, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, you got to look out for that. There's no doubt about that. Well, Josh, we appreciate you for uh, joining us this morning. And if uh, any of our listeners are ever in the Hernando area, where can they find you? They can find us at uh, the address is 2361 Mackenzie Road, and we are in the Highland Court Shopping Center on um, the east side of town. So, um, and if you also want to uh, visit them, you guys are on, on Facebook, right? We are on Facebook. We have our website, uh, BonchiboRestaurant.com. You can go check us out there. And uh, we post all our specials on Facebook, so come like our page, look at all the yummy desserts that Katie makes and the specials that we do, sandwiches and stuff like that, and uh, just just come learn about us and come by and see us. All right. The next time I'm in North uh, Mississippi, I will be uh, <laughs> inside your place. Thank you, Josh, for joining us this morning from Born Chibo, one of the top pizza places in the uh, state. Also, we have Pizza Shack, another top uh, pizza place here in the building, and um, Lucky Town Brewing Company. They're going to be joining us next. Also, if you want to join the conversation and let us know about your favorite pizza place, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can always send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining, and we'll be right back.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And we're celebrating National Pizza and Beer Day, but we're doing it Mississippi style. Local pizza, local chefs, and of course, local beer. And right now, we've got a couple call on, callers on the line who want to let us know about their favorite pizza places. One of my favorite places to visit, actually, my mother's hometown, Oxford. Chico, how you doing this morning? Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Hey, good morning, Chico. What do you have for us today? Well, I'm going to tell you, I've had pizza in Rome, and I've had it in Naples, and I don't mean Georgia and Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm up here in Oxford, the, the heart of Mississippi, and I think most people know that this is the center of the world as far as pizza goes. We have the best pizza in the world right here, and I think also everybody knows that it comes out of the kitchen at Proud Larry's. Oh, wow. I think I've, that I've, joint has been open 25 years come April, and you don't stay in the restaurant business without doing something right. Well, you're absolutely in one of my favorite places with one of my favorite people, Dixie Grinds. If you're listening this morning, girl, hey, how are you doing? Oxford I love is, Dixie. Oh, man, she's awesome. Well, they have a great chef there in the kitchen at Larry's named John Myrick that insists on local and the best ingredients, and it shows up in their pizza. But as y'all know, we're rebels up here, and we have a rebel pizza maker in town named Tate Moore, who has opened Square Pizza about 10 years ago, near right off the square. And he came down to, to Oxford from southeastern Ohio, where he came down to, to be a rock and roll star in Mississippi. And he did that. He's the lead singer and songwriter, and he plays guitar with the Kudzu Kings. But up there in southeastern Ohio, I heard word on the street is that his teachers and people he went to church with were concerned about him being a rock and roll star down in Mississippi. <laughs> so he opened up this pizza place so he'd be uh, responsible. <laughs> An upstanding like citizen. You know, pizza's cut into uh, triangles. He has his cut into square pizza. Oh, he's doing it all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He brings down the special cheese from Ohio. It's called Southeastern Ohio cheese. And I don't know what he does to it, especially that makes it very special. But that place stays packed, especially after the bar is let out. Oh, but Chico, we appreciate you for letting us know about that. They should give him the key to the city, right? Square pizza, (laughs) proud Larry's. We may have them on a future future program. Thank you for calling this morning, Chico. Right now, before we get to our um, in-studio guest, we have Joey from Tremont. Want to join the conversation? Good morning, Joey. Hey, Joey. Good morning. Joey. Joey. Oh, Oh, how you doing, Joey? What's going on, man? Ain't nothing to it. How about you? Oh, we all right. Just celebrating with a little pizza pie, some hot wings. Tell us about what you got. All right. Uh, When I do hot wings, I cut back a little bit of hot sauce and grate some fresh horseradish up in it. Let it simmer in the sauce, the glaze, and uh, that'll kick it up nice without the hot sauce. And it gives a good, sweet, hot taste to it. I always like a balance when you get the heat and the sweet together. It kind of uh, cooled the sweet cools the heat off, and it's just absolutely a wonderful balance. So now, are you baking these wings, or tell us how are you how are you cooking your wings, Joey? I put them in the sauce, cook them up all, put them in the oven, 
We're about done, and then take a foil off. But Brown, you just a little bit caramelized, and you got something fit and eat. Wow. As one gentleman said, uh, finger licking good. <laughs> well, we appreciate you. Joy, that. always good hearing from you, sweetheart. All right. Thank you all. Thank you, dear. Thanks for calling in this morning, Joey. It's um, I think Hot Wings is just next to beer. The the next like it's a holy trinity, uh, <laughs> beer, wings, and pizza. I mean, <laughs> Americans love pizza so much. It's right up there with French fries and hamburgers. I mean, we eat so much pizza every day. And one of my favorite places to have pizza is the Shack. Don't tell anybody I said that. Oh well, the guy next <laughs> yeah, I'm saying the guy next to you might might want to hear that and, and and hear it loud and often. Uh, in studio, we have Ryan Patrick from uh, Pizza Shack. Also, we have Lucas Simmons from uh, Lucky Town Brewery. Two awesome companies located right here in the Jackson Metro area. And uh, we'll start with you, uh, Ryan. Thank you for providing us with with the good food this morning. I'm so oh, happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Thanks for having pizza. us. Have me on. <laughs> yeah. So tell us. Uh, well, yeah, you're getting applause from the uh, <laughs> from the from the control room. <laughs> um, tell tell us about uh, Pizza Shack, man. First first question on your website, Pizza Shack. Was it dot com? Uh, Pizza Shack Pizza dot com. Pizza Shack Pizza dot com. And on the first in big bold letters, the best pizza in Mississippi. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we try to do our best. Uh, we try to offer a product that's very unique uh, to Mississippi, offering all the hospitality and generosity that's a custom in the state. Uh, it's loaded with pizza, uh, loaded with toppings, uh, loaded with cheese all the way to the edge. There's not a whole lot of crust. It has a little caramelized cheese around the crust. We just try to make it absolutely perfect and make it with love every single time. Now, what I do like is not New York style. It's not Chicago style. It's Mississippi style. How did you come up with that? We just, uh, me and two friends started the place, and we just did what we always wanted when we went into a, a, a other pizza place. We, you know, you always have to ask for, like, I want double pepperoni and extra cheese. And instead of, like, having to ask for all that, it, it's just say a pepperoni, and we're going to give it to you that way every single time. A large is going to have 100 pepperonis on there, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, I mean, for me, that's absolutely fantastic because, you know, when I'm serving, you know, my guests, if I'm going to serve something, I want to know what it is. If I order a pepperoni pizza, I don't want to have to look for the pepperoni. <laughs> you know, you got all this other stuff, and then there's like four slices of pepperoni. So I, one of the reasons I love your place is because when I do go, I get that satisfied, you know, feeling of I just had what I ordered. It's awesome. Yes, ma'am. Now, are you serving Lucky Town? Not to put you on the spot. Uh, we we've served some Lucky Town in the past. I don't think currently we have any Lucky Town brews on there. My apologies. That's oh, okay. so, we have to work. We have to work. <laughs> well, I mean, this we, is why we have you in here together. We can we can work it we, out. We, we always try out. to keep a Mississippi brewery on there, but I mean we always go with what you know sells here, uh, sells there, and uh, usually we honestly we go for a lot of the cheaper beers. Oh, so. oh well, it's I, I'm not gonna. Uh, we keep it there. We have Lucky Town. <laughs> <laughs> we have Lucky Town Brewer um, Lucas Simmons also here in studio with us. How you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. It's National Pizza and Beer Day, so we had to, um, through regulations, bring in uh, Lucky Town. Uh, how are things at the brewery? Uh, they're good. They're good. Uh, you know, we, we've been growing, and uh, here recently we've been uh, given the ability to sell beer directly to the public on site so people can just come in and have a pint, buy a six-pack to go. And that's been not only good for us, it's good to, to see our consumers stop in, meet them, talk to them, see what they like, what they don't like, 
hang out with them, watch some football, and you know, have them have some samples. Grab a and that's a uh, House Bill thirteen twenty two. That is. Yeah, I was. Uh, I've been there before, so I guess at the, at the top of the year, I was there. And I guess what's like what's to be the difference from now and then? <laughs> well, before you could come in and you could buy a tour, and with that tour, you could have uh, up to six samples. So you know. That kind of limits us because, I mean, right now I think we have 12 different things on tap, so you'd have to choose what you wanted, you know, where now you can get a flight of little samples of everything if you wanted. But you also had to take the tour, so, you know, you come in, and after the probably the second or third time of walking around the brewery, or you just want to try <laughs> some new beer. If you yes, yes, out. yes. So, it, you know, it, it, it's good. We still have people that come in that want the full tour that have never been on a brewery tour before. But, you know, there's 5,300 breweries in the United States right now. Most people have been on a brewery tour. So just to come in and try some samples and meet the people that make the beer and hang out with the people that work there, it, it's it's good for us. We were actually the second to last state to implement that, so we beat Georgia out in something. Yeah, I saw that. So, okay, I'm a novice at drinking beer. So walk me through what would be the beer that you would tell me to start with first. Um, so we normally start people off with one of two things uh, that are pretty drastically different, but they're easy drinking beers. We have uh, what we call Pub Ale, which is an English mild. And this is kind of a style that's, I wouldn't say forgotten, but uh, craft brewers just don't make it a whole lot because it's very, It's a, I mean, it's just what the name says, it's, it's a mild beer. Uh, it's simple and malty. It has a little sweetness to it. There's not a big hot presence, so it's not going to blow your face up with bitterness or anything else. Uh, and, and most people tend to like that. And our other one, which is our number one seller, is Ballistic Blonde, which yes. is a Belgian-style Blonde Ale. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite. It's also it very is. drinkable, but it's got a, an absolute ton of flavor, but it's very light and approachable. So that, that's the first things we send people. And, and those get most people, but, you know, everybody's taste buds are different, especially if you're not a, you know, a, a big beer drinker. Those are the ones we give to people who've been drinking the macros for a long time. Um, you know, our, our Flareance and Oatmeal Stout surprised a lot of people because it's it's pitch black and it's dark and it's roasty, but it's got a, this really nice sweetness to it that surprises people when they drink it. It goes well with chocolate and, you know, and we try to keep this myriad of things. We're the only brewery in Jackson, so we're trying to make something for everybody and everybody's got different tastes, so that's why we try to keep anywhere from six to eight beers going at once so you can come in and you'll hit a little bit of every profile. You know, there's 130 different styles of beer. We can't make them all, but we can try to hit most of the big segments so we can find something that you like if you come down to the brewery. No wonder I can't find a husband He's hanging out at the brewery. I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna have to, you know, just start he's, hanging out down there, right? He's right on right on Mill Street and, and at, at, at the brew at the I brew don't house. Think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Just kidding, okay? Now, um, uh, Lucas, on your on your website, I think you said like uh, beer is the ultimate nerd nerd oh, drink. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 a very nerdy product. Um, it's much like the culinary world where you can get into the, you know, the, the molecular gastronomy of things. You can do that with <laughs> beer. Uh, there's a million variables that go into it from the mash temperatures to the grain bills. You know, there's dozens and dozens of different malts. There's now hundreds of different hops you can use that all do different things. So when you put all these variables together, it's just like cooking something. And you can get just extraordinarily nerdy with it or you can just kind of go off the seat of your pants. But we love it because it combines uh, microbiology and engineering and chemistry and everything else. And, and so you can just fine-tune and really get into it. Or you can just drink it and enjoy it. You know? I mean, yeah, it I'm, really is a product for everybody. I'm really on, I'm really on that, that uh, spectrum. Now, Ryan, how, how much science goes into, I uh, say, one of your pizzas like the Cajun Joe? 
or what you did you bring us in the chicken curry this morning? Uh, it's actually a Thai chicken. The Thai chicken. Yeah, uh, we have the same kind of like the fermentation with our yeast to make our dough. Uh, I had to wake up at five thirty this morning to oh bless to make you. a bless batch, you. Of, batch of dough so it rise three hours. You gotta say it like this. I had to wake up at five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all Irish, no Italian here, so. Um, but yeah, we, we have some of the same, probably not near as complex as uh, brewing a beer, but uh, mainly just the freshness of it and and all the different toppings. Trying to trying to match what you do in a kitchen and put it on a pizza is the toughest part in my mind. So. I think that's one of the things that I truly love about food is because there's so many teachable moments and a lot of people don't realize how much science and how much history goes into whether it's drinking a beer or eating a slice of pizza because we're, we've learned to be consumers. And so it's a great opportunity, whether you're taking a tour during a brewery or teaching a children, you know, just basic recipes, you get to teach them math, you get to teach them science and history and art all at the same time. I just think food is the ultimate way to live your life. It is, and you can combine these two things. And this is that where it gets real fun is when you start uh, designing pizzas to go with certain beers or vice versa to have that ultimate pairing because everybody thinks of wine and food pairings, and, you know, those are really wonderful, but wine has a pretty limited amount of styles where beer's all over the place. So you can literally take any pizza they do, and we'll find a beer that pairs perfectly with it. Oh, yeah, and uh, we're going to take a real quick break. We'll be right back. We have Ryan Patrick and Lucas Simmons from Pizza Shack and Lucky Town Brewery, and uh, we're talking about two of my favorite things, pizza and beer. I don't know what else to say. This is Deep South Dining, (laughs) and uh, we'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back, MPB Think Radio. This is Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter sitting in uh, with... Just two of my actually, I've been to these places and I and I like them. Lucky Town Brewery and uh, Pizza Shack. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was I was there drinking and I was there eating. So, <laughs> uh, Ryan, let's uh, just I guess take it back to the beginning real quick. Somebody's there probably making pizzas in their house and say, "I want to start a Pizza Shack." How did you uh, get get this? You know, this thing started. Uh, me and a couple of friends. Uh, got together uh me and another friend we were working uh for someone else here locally and we were like man he's doing it all wrong and, <laughs> and, and so we were just like hey we'll, we'll start our own spot and, there's uh, some inspiration for you, there you let go. somebody else mess it up right? <laughs> now how many locations do you have uh, we have one in Madison and one on Fortification Street in Bellhaven. And you want to drop that exclusive we were talking about? Uh, yeah, we're going to be opening a place called The Bank by Pizza Shack uh, out in Clinton, out in Old Town. First uh, time? Um, <laughs> what now? I was, this is a uh, first time exclusive. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, we don't have an opening date quite yet, but uh, we're really looking forward to it. We've uh, gone in and restored this uh, 120-year-old bank building uh, and offered something pretty neat right there near the campus of MC. Okay. So, 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, with college and pizza, it goes hand to hand. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> we get you some Lucky Town in there. We're gonna uh, do that for sure. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot more taps. So. Luke, uh, Lucas, how did um, how did you get how did you get started in in, in brewing? Uh, you know, it, it, to keep a very long story as, as short as possible. Uh, basically, when I got out of college, um, I moved back here, started working for the Nissan plant uh, right during the opening. You know, this was the launch period, so we're working 100, 120 hour weeks. You know, your your friends or your coworkers, whether. One of my uh, fellow engineers was uh, from upstate Tennessee, outside of Nashville. His mom's German. Dad was in the Army, found him a German woman, brought her back over. He spent a lot of time growing up over in Germany. First time he'd ever been to Mississippi is when he took the job at Nissan. The first thing he said to me was, why is the beer so bad? Oh. <laughs> and this is, you know, 2004, so he like had Russia's a point Slovakia. back then. But I mean, we couldn't even get good imports back then. You know, we had a handful of really good beers, but the selection was just pretty bad. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, what are we going to do about it? And, it, you know, and I, I like to coin the phrase, whatever, two young engineers with, you know, their egos driven well up when they can't find what they want, we start making our own. There so you go. We, we brewed an Oktoberfest in his driveway. Um, he Then uh, his wife came up pregnant. So all of that moved to my house very quickly. <laughs> um, and I went nuts with it and started building more equipment and just brewing more and more. And uh, a few years after that, I, I left Nissan and started working for uh, Mississippi State University down here at the Cavs Extension Center, which afforded me a lot more weekend time and just Fell in love with it, and I worked in the manufacturing sector for over a decade and just kind of combined my love for beer and manufacturing with uh, some some fellow friends of mine that wanted to do something different in life, and we got together and started planning and just started brewing over at uh, Back 40 Brewing in Gaston, Alabama back in 2012 and kept at it, and we opened our plant here in Jackson uh, almost three years ago. Uh, we're coming up on our three-year three year anniversary here, so... Having a lot of fun doing it, uh, and I'm glad that you know the culture is evolving slowly, but it is evolving. We have a lot of great beer lovers down here, and it, it's good to meet them every weekend. The best part of the job is after you work your butt off all week, and then people come in and try your product and talk to you about it, you know, on the Fridays and Saturdays, and then go find it out in the market at great places. So, and you have this stamp made in Midtown, right? Yes, we do. Uh, you know, the Midtown is is kind of a unique cool little hidden thing in jackson yes, that you know is. people of jackson know somewhat about it I, I we like to sell it to everybody else so our goal is to get people down to come try some beer and then see what else is happening in midtown because there's a lot of cool stuff going on and vice versa they send people our way we send people our way you know you got artists and artisans and you know guys building amazing looking furniture and you pour over glass studios down there and then Cool stuff like Offbeat, you oh, know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Phillips got a, a record shop slash shout out music to DJ venue. Venom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's killing it down there. He's got a lot of cool things going on. You've got Reclaim Miles, you know, with with Salvage, Architectural Savage. So there's a lot of cool stuff down there that just most people don't know about that we, we're just happy to be a small part of. You know, talking about Midtown, you know, it really is a hidden jewel. And it's it, whether you are familiar with New Orleans or you're familiar with Germantown or Greenwich Village, there's something there will, that's reminiscent of some of those places. And it's happening right here, you know. And so it just drives me nuts when people say, there's nothing to do. And I go, where <laughs> do you plenty, live? You know, because there's there. plenty to, to do you here. Know. And it's plenty of beautiful people. And everybody is open arm, And it's really a cool environment. And yeah. The, the, the coolest thing I think about Midtown is you've got a lot going on, though, without this gentrification movement going uh, on. So the neighborhood's not trying to push the neighbor, you know, the, the, the residents out. They are redoing those houses and they're rebuilding and making it a lot nicer without putting up a skyrise apartment that's got $2,000 a month apartments in it. You know, and, and on top of that, though, that allows the artists to stay right where they are. You know, these guys are living off what they make. Yeah. And so they hang out in Midtown. They live in Midtown. So you've, you've got that vibe of those cool neighborhoods without 
outpricing the people that built it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I hope this is not too too Jackson, but how <laughs> how happy are you, uh, uh, Ryan, for the uh, fortification <laughs> street uh, uh, majig to be finished? <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, it's great, and it's uh, great for the city of Jackson. Uh, they've been doing a lot. Uh, uh, they paved uh, Gallatin, I think, recently mm-hmm. in that whole area. So uh, I think the whole neighborhood of Bellhaven is really doing well and really coming along because of just you know, that little bit of investment in the infrastructure there. So. Yeah, and Bellhaven, Midtown, these are um, like neighborhoods here in the Jackson area. And I know that you may even have uh, one of those type of places in Meridian where we're going next. Uh, we have Michelle. She's on the line and wants to tell us about her favorite pizza place. How you doing, Michelle? Hey, Michelle. Good morning. Um, first of all, thank you for letting the Jackson people talk about their places because my husband and I go to Jackson regularly and we're always looking for somewhere to go. So next time we go, this sounds like a great place to to try out. Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. I want to tell you about it's in Quitman, Mississippi. It's our favorite pizza place in our whole area, and it's authentic Italian food. Uh, it's Mimo's Italian Restaurante, and uh, authentic dough. Everything's handmade, and it's just absolutely wonderful. It's a, a gym in a very small town. Uh, we drive there from Meridian to Quitman at least once a week wow. uh, to have our, our pizza or our, our subs that they make or the veal parmesan or whatever. So just wanted people to know there is a, in our area of the country, there's a good little Italian restaurant. Oh, thank you for that, Michelle. Now, that's what I think people are kind of maybe surprised at, at the pizza culture here in uh, Mississippi. Now, Ryan, if I go to Pizza Shack today, will I see you throwing dough in the air? Not today, probably. It's, it's a Monday, but uh, most days, yes, you you totally see us in there hand tossing our dough and and making you a very fresh product. And the thing that I want to say too, your staff is incredible. I snuck in the very first time and just you know because I don't say that I work at MPB, I just go and eat food. But when I tell you, your staff was just very incredible. It was just really a pleasant experience. My pizza was fantastic. It didn't take them a long time to you know to get it to me, and I was just really happy about that. Well, really appreciate it. So a lot of times it does take a while to make something from scratch so it's good to hear like hey came out a reasonable amount of time now i was sitting on about 45 seconds favorite piece of ryan i brought you the thai chicken today because it's one of my absolute favorites has a peanut sauce has teriyaki in it has little carrots on top it's really different but really great and i don't don't have to ask you your favorite beer because i know it's lucky town and uh is delicious lucas what about what about your favorite pizza uh, I'm that guy. I love Hawaiian pizza. I love with the pineapples. I love there it. we I go. But I love all pizzas, so that's just the one I probably go to the most. And what do you pair it with? What what? Uh, that typically is pub ale for me. Okay, um, just because it it just nice and smooth and goes with it. But it, you know it'll change every now and then. It's it's like a hot fiasco, a good IPA, uh, spicier pizza. That's definitely where I go with that. So. My favorite pizza is the one that some guy is paying for. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not, and, and on that note, we will end today's National Pizza and Beer Day. We want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Happy um, slices, everybody. Yeah, Ryan Patrick from uh, Pizza Shack. Also, Lucas Simmons from Lucky Town Brewing Company. Also, we had Josh Valencia from um, Hernando with Juan Chibo. And uh, we started to show off with Matthew from the Estelle Wine and Bistro down at uh, the Wesson brand new hotel in Jackson. This is Deep South Dining, a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by myself, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, Java Chat.
Chapman, filling in for Kevin Farrell. We'll be back next week here with the beautiful Deborah Hunter. And I want you to stay tuned for Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. Also, Southern Remedy comes to you at 11 o'clock. This is MPB Think Radio.